Welcome back to the Meaningful Work, Meaningful Life podcast, the show that empower you to redefine the life you want and live your best life now. I'm Francine Belay, your host, and I'm super thrilled to bring you stories, inspiration, strategies to get more meaning in your work and in your life, make more money and be part of a movement to change the world. I am on a mission to help entrepreneurs and leaders to become leading voices in their field by leveraging what makes them unique to attract their ideal customers and make a bigger impact in their world. So, I want you to experience success in your business and also live your best life now. So we are continuing today our Wealth Dynamic Profiles and featuring the seventh profile of the eight Wealth Dynamic Profiles, the Lord. So Lords are great with details and have a strong still energy. So they won't be the loudest voice in the room, but they are the best at researching and studying information and coming up with considered decisions. So they are best when looking after all the details. So famous Lord's profiles include Andrew Carnegie, Sergey Brin, and Larry Page from Google. Today, I have the great pleasure to welcome Nancy Lima, CPA and the CEO and founder of Crystal Clear Profit. She is a Lord profile and teach small business owners and entrepreneurs how to make more money, keep it and grow it so they never have to worry about not having enough again. Hi, Nancy. Welcome to the Meaningful Work, Meaningful Life podcast. Hi, Francine. Thank you for inviting me to share this message. So tell us, before we get to that, tell us in your own words, what you currently do. I help socially conscious and spiritual entrepreneurs to minimize their taxes and increase their money flow so that they can build wealth and eventually create a legacy. That is super. So if I'm a small fly and I follow you from the morning when you wake up to when you go back to bed, what a day life with you will look like? So generally, I... I, I wake up and kind of lay in bed and then I really think about what, what I'm doing with my life and really checking in with the things that I'm, like my messages from the universe. So I check with my Oracle cards every day to really look at, you know, am I following my true passion, my purpose, and are there things that sometimes we don't pay attention to that I need to look at? Because I, I started getting in sync with my cards and really numerology, astrology, all of that. And it kind of confirms where I'm headed. And then I make my green smoothie. And then I just look at my calendar and see what the day has got planned for me. Because usually I plan my uh, day or like the whole week, actually. I'll start to put things into my calendar so that I don't forget. Because even to the point where I would have to put down doing my own bookkeeping and making sure that it's on the calendar so that I don't forget to take care of it myself. And then pretty much, um, you know, like some of the days I'll spend on conversations and coaching my clients. Um, Other days I'm doing the actual accounting and taxes. And then by about four o'clock, I usually stop work. 
and then I go run my errands, come back, cook dinner, and then go take out the dogs for a walk and come back. And then I start learning. I, I'm reading. I'm constantly practicing um, new things, but also working on my programs and so on. Really, I'm in flow with what needs to be done because my the type of work that I do is actually date driven deadlines. Yes. So I have to have certain things done by a certain date. So I make sure that they're on the calendar. Yeah. Yeah. Very much. Yes. Uh, you know, very structured way of doing things. Obviously what it is say, what is not in calendar that doesn't get done. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yes. I was, I was finding that I was, uh, taking care of all this work and forgetting, you know, like making all these appointments. So it's a really a, a time management is yep. really critical when you're, when you're an entrepreneur is knowing how to balance that time between doing the work and going out to get new business. Mm, yeah. So how did you end up doing what you are doing today? So as I was growing up, my mother kept encouraging me to do taxes. And so I thought, okay, I'll, I'll go and pursue that. Then I got into high school and I started to look at, okay, these are, these are some things that I guess I can do. I can do bookkeeping. I enjoyed it. And then I started to take business courses. And so then I, uh, I just continued that way because I thought, well, business actually is a profession because it covers everything. No matter what you life, you have to have... Um, you have to know business, whether it's your personal, whether you go work for somebody else or um, whether you own your own business, you have to know this is a valuable skill. I can use it. So I ended up graduating with my accounting degree. When I was, I got my first job um, at a CPA firm. And at that time I was just doing, I wanted to do bookkeeping, but this, CPA encouraged me to go after and get my CPA license. Mm -hmm. So that is how I got to being, being a CPA, but this now I'm heading out into a different direction. Mm -hmm. So we'll, I'll share that with you a yeah. little bit later. Okay. That's super. <laughs> so is it something that I know that your mom encouraged you, you know, at the beginning to do that, but is it something that you dream about when you were a kid to become a CPA or what was in your mind? What did you want to do when you were a very little girl? You know what? When I was a little girl, my big goal was to become a CEO of a company and a, be a philanthropist. Oh. So I'm almost there with the philanthropy. Interesting. A CEO of my own company. So I did, I did fulfill those. That is awesome. Yeah. Awesome that you were dreaming of being a CEO and philanthropist when you were a kid. My gosh, where did that come from? Did you, were you influenced by somebody or how being a philanthropist will come to your head when you were a kid? I don't know because this was, I remember myself wearing this little red dress out on the play, out in the front yard and and telling kids that this is what i wanted to do <laughs> no idea how i got that so now you are a lot profile tell us a little bit more when you discovered the wealth dynamic profiles and actually your profile as a lord and you know what first was your reaction and how you really understand it right now so I, I just joined recently. I learned about Roger when I, I took this money revealed program 
And the more I got to know Roger and understand what he was teaching, I had to take the wealth dynamics program because of the test, because I said, I need to find out because um, I know how to do my, my work and I, I enjoy it, but there's something missing. And I knew that I wasn't able to build my business on my own, but I didn't know that there was a method <laughs> and, and, I, and a, how to look for the right team of people. And so I went down to San Diego when Roger was doing one of his workshops and I started to take the test then. And at that time, mm -hmm. I actually took the test and I came out as a mechanic, mm -hmm. but I couldn't understand. I said, well, th but there's other things that are, are pertaining to me as well. Mm -hmm. And they say a typical accountant is a lower profile because they're more in the details. Mm -hmm. And so I said, let me take this test again. And in his wealth dynamics program, he actually has your primary trait and then you have a secondary one. Yes. So it was quite interesting for me to learn, but now I, I understand you know, how to utilize that within my own business and to help my, actual, my other clients. So can you tell us a little bit more what actually does understanding help you to do better? So the, the Lord quality is the, is the one that really looks at and analyzes numbers. And I've been doing that all along throughout my career, but now it's just, it has confirmed my, what I do and why I enjoy doing it. Um, it's given me insights about myself and just really understand and appreciate the qualities that I possess. And I don't have to compare myself to other people any longer. Mm -hmm. Like, why is that person able to do this? I understand now it's like, this is my gift and my talent. Mm, yeah, I think uh, that is beautiful for you, actually, that it actually confirms who you are and what you are were doing because for some of us and other people that I've interviewed, he came like it wasn't like a shock, but he was so dramatically different from what they've been doing in their past career. So, right. you know, they were like for myself, I was doing quite a lot of mechanic and lord kind of profile uh, ta task driven things, but I'm totally on the on the right side. I'm star and supporter. So <laughs> which obviously um, you know, explain also the frustration that I was having. Right. <laughs> so, um, so it's beautiful to see that in, in any case, whether it confirms or, you know, what you enjoy and also confirm what you didn't enjoy, actually. So you really understand yourself much better while, while, whilst you are enjoying something or while, why you are hating something. Right. <laughs> I mean, and, and there are certain things that I do now because I have struggled with writing and now I understand why. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, <it's>, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I love writing. Yeah. So that's so beautiful to uh, really, uh, uh, when we understand our profile, as you say, something also very important, you stop comparing yourself to others because other people have other gifts, other strengths which is not yours so yours you have also other gifts which is what is beautiful when you understand that when you get to that understanding that you don't have to compare yourself to anybody else you just have to follow your path 
Tell me, Anansi, um, when did you realize who you are and what you are meant to do in life, if such a thing has happened? Um, I guess the, that turning point was probably when I got a divorce. I think I, I started to really look at my life because as women who are married, we tend to focus on our children and our husband, and we are the last to take care of ourselves. And so at that time, after my divorce, I realized I need to look at what I enjoy doing, what my gifts are, what I'm here to do in the world. And so I started to search and I ended up on this soulmate summit, which was learning about, they were teaching about how to find your soulmate. But I, the piece that I took away from it was learning how to work with energy. And so that was kind of like the start of my personal. And I ended up uh, taking a business coaching program through the wife of the, the husband that taught the energy business. And so I thought, I, there's got to be a way for me to combine this together, personal growth and development, and just started um, being fascinated with all of the things that I was learning about myself. I started, like I said, I took numerology, I was studying chakras, I was studying energy, how we were actually able to read um, colors of people. And I said, with the combination of money, huge transformations in people's lives. Yeah. And so that's what I, you know, I, I started taking courses from Mind Valley, and um, that's, I, it's changed my life totally. And now I've, I've got so much clarity as I have met all, um, like Roger has given me more clarity on really, you know, with the, the, the 17 UN goals that he has, yeah. It helped me really nail down exactly where I'm headed and what I wanted to do with my wow. life. That is beautiful. How long ago was that, that you, you know, made this shift and transition like that? It, we're going on 11 years. 11 years. Wow. 11 years yeah. ago. Yeah. <laughs> that is beautiful. <laughs> Being able to merge number as a CPA and, uh, you know, these spiritual elements and really bringing the other dimension is like uh, awesome, actually, because usually people se separate all those things. They say numbers are here and then the spiritual things are here. Right. So bringing both together is really powerful. Really, yeah. really powerful. That's awesome. So um, tell me, what actually you struggle the most with in life? So I would say part of it was uh, self-esteem, I'm sure, you know, not feeling adequate, never, not quite sure. And then trying to fit in with the rest of the world. Mm -hmm. That was my biggest thing is like, I, I don't belong, fit in with the rest, but now I appreciate it. <laughs> so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly so your 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 biggest struggle now you had this aha moment say oh my gosh i don't have to fit in i don't have to be me right yes <laughs> oh that is so beautiful so when you look back at your childhood how would you say that it has prepared you to be who you are today you know i kind of had to develop my own methods of being okay with what I, that I was different. And I think, you know, as I, as I got older, 
I realized that somebody else's opinion wasn't who I actually was. Mm. And I think that has helped me tremendously because I remember I had the one time I remember I was like in college and the teacher gave me a really low mark on my speech. (laughs) And I realized like, you know, that's her opinion. I think I did a good job and I'm happy with it. And I realized that, you know what, somebody else's opinion doesn't matter. It's how I feel about myself and what the accomplishments that I've done is, is what matters. Mm -hmm. And so that has, that has helped me tremendously. Yeah, that's so super actually to really get that understanding. And the reason I always go back there is that we always have, you know, when you go back and, and see what has happened, you can learn tremendous lessons of how you can move forward actually. So really understanding what has happened and which decision perhaps we might have taken at that time and understanding that now is really, really powerful. Um, so um, can you remember what is one of the toughest moments actually you had in your life and the learnings that you got from it? Like we always have tough moments in our life, I think. But the period in my life that was the toughest, I would say, was when I had to care for my father after my mom passed away. He needed 24-hour care. And so I was raising young children um, caring for my father and, you know, just starting my business to expand my business. Mm. And I think that was the toughest time. And right around that time was when I was going through my divorce as well. Um, one of the biggest lessons that I learned from that was, you know, money you can always make more of, Mm. but relationships you can't. Mm. And that was one of the biggest things that I learned is to appreciate the people who are in your life and grateful, even if they're not exactly who, you know, if they don't have the same um, opinions or the same feelings, the same, you know, they don't think the same way as you, you to break out of that. And so those are the things that I appreciate in other people is that they don't have to be like me. Mm. It's that they are give they're in your life for a reason. One of the things that I really, there's a quote that I got many years ago is that people come into your, re, uh, into your life for a reason, a season or a lifetime. Mm-hmm. And I've always remembered that. And that's my favorite thing to remember that every person is here in your life for a reason. Wow. Yeah. I think that you're right. Actually, you know, sometimes we complain about some of the people in our life. We want to get rid of them, but perhaps they are there to teach us some lessons, right? Yes. Yes. Yes, I love that philosophy. Actually, everybody in your life is there for a reason. (laughs) (laughs) So now let's talk about money. Um, you know, uh, so, and then you're working with money and get obviously helping people deal, deal with taxes and all those things. So tell me, how do we manage to do both what we love and also get paid well for it? Do you have any perspective on that? Um, yeah, that the first thing was the most important was to find out who you really are and what, understanding your gifts and talents and realizing that live somebody else's dream. This was what I was teaching in my program. Um, 
because we all grow up with actually our parents are the ones that form us right and they they kind of set things in motion for us because we don't know any better but as we grow older we have to learn to discover who we are and it may be rebellious against your parents they may think that <laughs> but we have to learn to say okay this is who i am and we have to convey that to other people to say, this is who I am and I want to live this way to help them understand and appreciate you as an individual. So, I mean, I naturally, I mean, I, I did take the direction of my parents and maybe, maybe they were intuitive also, my mom, <laughs> but I ended up taking the career that I enjoyed doing mm -hmm. and just making the best use of it. Yeah. But that is, is how you know i ended up um studying with other accountants and just um asking a lot of questions and open to learning so if somebody is at the moment in a job that actually perhaps they might love a lot but are not getting paid well for it what what's some tips that you know the person we can do in this case this scenario well i guess i would highly recommend taking the wealth dynamics profile test i mean that is the number one place to start mm -hmm. and then really looking for somebody um in in the wealth dynamics profiles or you know just finding a mentor who will at least guide you and who believes in you mm -hmm. that's the, the most critical because it's a, it's a journey that you're not going to find overnight. It's not an instant thing. It's not a one-time, you know, look at it. It's a constantly evolving journey. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So that's not a, you know, just a, an instance. It's a journey of uh, really finding and refining uh, your value and, uh, you know, right. getting, um, yeah, um, recompensate for that. So uh, now let's talk about building a movement. So which movement are you leading or would like to lead or be part of? Well, now that I've done my Lord profile, I know that I don't necessarily have to be the lead of this movement but one of my biggest passions is i want to um eliminate poverty mm. so i know that with the information that i'm doing that i can at least make a but with the right team of people we could probably eliminate it yeah um, yeah so i do want to bring financial literacy into the schools eventually people about the consciousness of money that is awesome. We all need this financial literacy, really, at the very beginning of our life. Rather than learning math, financial literacy, um, you know, practical financial literacy will be <laughs> much better. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay, so now, Nancy, imagine yourself a 19-year-old or more. What are you most proud of in your life? I, I think I would be most proud proud of back at my life to say that I did help eliminate poverty and have people living a more fulfilled life and doing what they love to do. Yeah, so beautiful. So what did you learn from all your experience that you like to most transmit to others? What did I learn from my experience? Um, and I, I think that I want to make sure that you know finding the right people to support you 
and believe in you is so critical Mm -hmm. because we are all meant to be in relationships. Mm -hmm. And if we live by ourselves or in, um, without, without bringing out your own gift, Mm -hmm. you're not benefiting anybody else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Get a team around you, actually. Get a team to support you. That's one of the things also that especially like entrepreneurs, especially people who live corporate and want to do their own thing, um, you know, fall into the trap of being by themselves. And um, yeah, so the the, the big lesson is that we can't do much by ourselves. And um, finding the right team of people and knowing your profile, as you say, and having complementary skills. Uh, People have, um, you know, different um, uh, skills and gifts is very, very important, actually, to get get where we want to go. Okay. How do you keep yourself motivated when things don't go as you want and you have to keep going? What are some, some of the way that you keep motivating yourself? A lot of times the outlook on your, your attitude in life is a huge uh, determination what you, how you live your life out, I guess. Um, because if you have a setback, what I, if, if I have a setback, I usually look at it as, okay, it's either I'm not headed in the right direction or something I haven't learned yet that is that it's holding me back because I have to learn this lesson before I can move forward. So I think it was my attitude of, you know, like I said, going back to that people are in your life for a reason. I think I have a a strong believer of if things don't happen for you for a particular reason, there's also a lesson to be learned in it. (laughs) And so these are the things that help me go through life in, in looking at what am I to learn every single day mm-hmm. in my life? What is the lesson for me to learn mm-hmm. to get to where I'm going? So I, I think that's it. And I, I, like I said, I do use energy. I use meditation. I, I lo- like to listen to music, but always keeping in flow of what I enjoy doing makes your day go by much better too. <laughs> that, that's so for sure. <laughs> yeah. So tell me, if your life was a film or a book, which title will it be? Um, I think I was trying to figure this one out. I said, <laughs> it's called uh, An Entrepreneur's Journey, A Life of Self-Discovery to More Flow and Impact. Whoa, this is a nice elaborated uh, uh, title. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> So now, what is finally your definition of a meaningful work and a meaningful life? So to me, meaningful work is something that gives me joy and makes a positive impact on another person's life. And meaningful life to me is I've made a difference and shared my gifts and talents with others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's beautiful. Any last piece of guidance that you'd like to pass on to our listeners to do more meaningful work and live a meaningful life? Uh, Yes. So I try and and teach this to my young adults. As soon as you can, start your self-discovery so you can live that fulfilled life. Now, it's life to me is like a game. And if you start to start to flow with the rest of the universe the sooner you can build your wealth. 
that that's so powerful you know you, you you it is so important to discover who you are because it is like antidote against all kind of you know illnesses that we <laughs> we can have in life right comparing yeah. yourself to others trying to do this really discovering yourself i think is like one of the most important thing that you know anybody can have um you know can do and the sooner the better yes absolutely yeah. so I'm, I'm glad that Genius U is helping that to bring that education to the kids at, in school, mm-hmm. which will yeah. start exactly. changing the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, is there any resources that you'd like to share with our listeners um, to do more meaningful work and live mm-hmm. a meaningful life? Yeah, well, the, definitely the Genius U platform for mm-hmm. all kinds of things that you can learn there. Um, one of the other things that helped me tremendously was Mind Valley, mm-hmm. which is a company of all personal growth and development. Mm-hmm. And one of my all-time favorite programs in there, which, which really was the, uh, uh, a huge help for me to really get narrow focus when I took um, this program called Lifebook. Lifebook. They, mm-hmm. Yes, Lifebook. And they actually cover... Tw- 12 categories of life and you have to really think about what is it that you want in all those 12 categories of your life so you really thinking and internalizing why are you here what do i want my life to look like it helped me get really clear on that and very helpful and um it meant a lot because it means that you're creating your own life you're writing and designing your life with that program so how can people reach you and learn more about what you do in your work i guess that you can get connected with me on facebook mm-hmm. at uh, crystal clear profits or you can um, get connected to me on linkedin at nancy lee ma um, the genius you platform i'm uh, you can look me up there it is www.crystalclearprofits.com Ah, that's uh, super. I'm going to put all those uh, links in the show notes so people can just access those uh, when they want to connect with you. And it was a great, great pleasure to have you on this call, actually, Nancy, and to share really your perspective, your your wisdom with all our listeners to do more meaningful work and live a meaningful life. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Really appreciate it. What are you committed to do today to do more meaningful work and live a meaningful life? The show notes of this episode of Meaningful Work, Meaningful Life are available on my webpage, francinebelli.com slash podcast with all the references and resources shared on this show. Whilst you are there, leave me a message to tell me in the comments what was your key takeaway from this episode. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to show your love and support, subscribe to the Meaningful Work, Meaningful Life podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or the app where you are listening to this podcast and leave me a five-star review. It will take you a minute, but it will mean a lot to me and will also help me to spread this word and being found online.
So thank you for listening to the Meaningful Work, Meaningful Life podcast, the show that empower you to redefine the life you want and live your best life now. I will see you next week for another epic episode of this season four. Until then, dream, act, and make an impact. Lots of love.